MB guiding you through in the know at K105 on Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com, via the Apple, Android, smartphone app, SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast, on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter, and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. We celebrate Good Friday and looking forward to the uh, resurrection of our Savior come Sunday morning, and we say... Good morning and welcome home. I've heard this in a while. She is the pride of Pumpkin Center. The heiress to the great mini burger fortune. She's Vera Wang's arch nemesis and the professional bargain hunter's woman of the year. She's Misty. Embry. Thomas. Hey, Misty. I'm really well. <laughs> I've been waiting so long to say that. I love you and welcome home. Thank you. It's good, good. to be here. It's uh, good to see you. I told you you were a sight for sore eyes when you came in. Yeah. And um, so I get the beauty without the beast today. Uh, you know, we were expecting uh, Dennis to come in and join us today, but yeah. uh, Dennis is under the weather. So I say that lovingly that he's the beast. We would love for him to be here. Uh, yesterday, I think it, toward the end of the show, um, Beej and Sam were here and I said, you know, Dennis isn't feeling well. He's, you know, had a, had a rough week. And so I think, um, I said, I think that probably it'll just be Misty and I tomorrow. And I said very seriously and earnestly, I said, I think that she and I can red cross and the cross for an hour. And you know what they did? (laughs) They snickered as if I had made the grossest misunderstatment of all time. <laughs> they were all like, uh, yeah, we think that you can. Yeah, yeah. So that's what we're going to do. Yeah. We could probably talk for, for days. We could talk or not talk for days. <laughs> we're going to need, you're going to need 10 more hours to even scratch at getting caught up. Yeah. Now, the blessing is, is that we've had an opportunity to get caught up periodically right. over the last several months so that it's not all at one time. You and I have to personally get caught up before right. we're, we're here. So, um, I know you love this show. I know you yeah. love this place, and I know you love this show. And I'm grateful you made it a priority to be here today. Yeah. Well, you know, it's been a year. The last show I did was Good Friday of 2021. And when you said, would you like to be a part of the Good Friday show? I, absolutely. Um, but it's it's been a really fast year. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's been a really fast year. It's been a it's been an incredible year for our family, though. We've seen some incredible things happen with our children. So, yeah, we've had um, 
had an, an interesting year. I shared with someone how young people think that two weeks is forever, mm-hmm. but uh, two months goes by in about uh, three days for and, us. I never thought I would turn 16. You know, yeah. 16, I could date. I could yeah. drive a car. Yeah. I didn't think I would get to 16. And then when my children got to 16, um, and of course, way past that now. <laughs> and my husband, today's his birthday. So oh, yeah, he's, you know, he's 51 today. I didn't think we would ever become 50 because, you know, when I was 15 trying to just get to 16, 50 wasn't even, wasn't even. Yeah. A, he's 51. Look. That doesn't bode well for me. You're on the tail end of that. You're, you're, yeah, you're, you're not too far away. Yeah. So clouds are increasing today. Um, we'll see an overnight rain chance tonight for the Easter weekend. We'll see highs in the sixties for tomorrow, uh, cooler, cloudy on Sunday, but I don't think there'll be any rain. Easter Sunday continues to look cool. Some clouds overhead showers are possible Sunday night into Monday. Another round of rain looks likely towards the middle of next week. We'll see a high of 72 today, rain and low of 50 tonight. Partly sunny tomorrow, a high of 66, and you look at your Easter, about 57, some clouds, but you should be able to get uh, outside. Now, um, I do want to tell, so we got to get to a few headlines today, and then we want to get uh, reconnected and visit with Misty, but I, because of her, Im, her impact and her involvement with Red Cross, I do think it's timely to mention that it has now been confirmed there were four twisters that touched down in Kentucky earlier this week. The closest to Grayson County and actually confirmed tornadic activity was in LaRue County, not far from Upton. But we do have people that will be on the ground in Ohio, Edmondson, and Hart counties over the next several days. And of course, that doesn't mean we didn't have any damage. But as far as confirmations of the tornadic experience, a couple of headlines. Litchfield Fire Department responds to a white hot vehicle fire early this morning on the Thomason Byway. You can read about that at K105.com. The legislature finished their 60-day session and um, it was a, what they call, some would call it a productive uh, session, and some would call it a overly productive session, but you can read about that, of course. The governor mentioned yesterday COVID numbers continue to decline while the positivity rate is up slightly. Hospitalization, ICU, and ventilator uh, patients continue to drop, so that's good news. The Kentucky unemployment rate's down in March. A Kentucky man indicted in the slaying at the uh, ex-lawmaker's home in the C. Wesley Morgan home. That young man who was a suspect in that shooting has been indicted. And the Hilltoppers, the, the transfer portal taketh and the transfer portal giveth away. Western gets Dante Allen list this week, but they're losing Jarris Hamilton, their six foot eight, 230-pound senior who will be the transfer portal. You've never seen me do the news headlines so fast. <laughs> you can tell that I'm, I'm anxious. That was, anxious yes. To, anxious <laughs> to a, talk to you. It was and, a quick 30-second uh, roundup. Well, we don't – I'm reminded of – it was, I think, in 1930. The BBC is famous for – they said uh, they said there is no news today, and they played piano music for their entire – because on Good Friday, we really shouldn't worry about uh, worry about the news. Uh so Misty's homecoming from her sojourn into the Red Cross world over the last year, so many questions. And I know uh, our audience, people that gather around the campfire every day, have uh, lots of questions as well. So I'll, I'll, I'll try and sort through that. My assessment is you have for a very long time had what could easily be called a ministry and even ahead of Red Cross, and and by the way, we're all called to have a ministry, whether you're a professional minister or not, uh, whether that's your vocation or your avocation, you're you're called to be a minister and minister to people being the hands and feet. So 
when you embark upon uh, when you embark upon a a journey like the American Red Cross, while it's labeled in charity, it's an extension, in my belief, of of just the ministry of who you are in serving people. So, correct me. Oh, I am getting to a question here. I promise. May, June, July, August, September. You're learning the job. You're you knew there was an idea that you you know could be stationed somewhere else for a disaster along the Gulf Coast or and then come the first week of December when you thought you knew what the job was all of a sudden you become for the last 4 to 5 months what i view to be a missionary in a foreign land did the job did your job suddenly change in early december in a way you didn't expect yeah, i think it it didn't change it became active so, you know, the disaster, the disaster cycle is you prepare the community, you respond to the community, you help recover with the community. So we're always working in that role. So a lot of what we respond to are like the, the tornadoes we just saw. We, we were all preparing for it to be much worse. Um, and uh, luckily, no one was harmed that I'm aware of. Uh, so far, we have some damage. And we respond to those people who are displaced. Uh, people, home fires, we're always responding to home fires. We're canteening for um, fire departments and, and those things. So we, we have that, that local response on a constant basis. But when December 10th hit, it took everybody, not just Red Cross, it took us all as Kentucky by surprise because of the, what Mother Nature showed us uh, she can do. And, and did do. And so my job became, um, all of a sudden, the response was to my backyard. Because it wasn't, a, it wasn't just local anymore. We, had, we have amazing Red Cross responders who responded immediately locally to their neighbors and, and worked in their, their training. But then the national team came in and did a phenomenal job. And over, you know, th- three months, we saw... Um, right at 900 volunteers from all over the nation cycle in and out. And we still have national responding in the recovery process, working with recovery groups. So it's been, um, it was interesting. Let me say this. When I took my job, I knew that part of that was I would be asked to deploy two weeks out of the year. So I thought my first deployment would be to wildfires last August. And I never was, uh, never needed to deploy in, in what my training was. There's different areas you can train in and deploy. So my first deployment was my my backyard. It was my chapter, the Western Kentucky chapter. So that was what was unexpected. But I can tell you that I learned so much about Red Cross uh, because I'm a hands-on learner and so proud of what we do. I had spent all those first months learning the logistics and the strategy and and how it worked when it comes to disaster. Now, we operate in five lines of service, so disaster response is one of those five lines of service. Uh, And it's a very complex organization when you look at all those five lines of service of how we help communities. But to have it in your backyard and be your first response and know that you're helping lead that and be a part of that, the only thing I can say is that I'm just – I'm just honored to be able to be a part of the response. And it wasn't just Red Cross, Mark. There are so many organizations, some I didn't even know existed, that work in disaster, like the the Suchi group that we have a national partnership with, um, that came in and did amazing things. But I tell you, my when I step back, in, in today's world, we're coming out of a pandemic. 
the Russian-Ukrainian conflict, the the turmoil that seems to percolate just across the nation and politics and different things. Um, the place I've been is being able to watch communities come together and do the most amazing things for free, for each other. Because in a disaster, so many other things dissipate, so many other things that we um, we want to bicker about. They don't. They no longer exist. And I have watched these communities come together, and still seeing people walk this out with their their friends and their neighbors in in these long term recovery groups. It's a. It's been incredible to have that vantage point, and I cannot be more thankful to say that I got to be uh, in that place to watch all these people come in, all these people locally come together and create response and recovery for for our survivors. So um, I just, I'm just honored to be able to be a part of it in some small way. I love what you said about you thought that potentially you would be deployed to the Western United States for wildfire response in the month of August Mm -hmm. for a couple of weeks, possibly. Had you done that, you would have gone to the Western United States and it might've seemed like a good way to get your legs under you and say, well, you would be the spoke around someone else being the hub right. because that's their community. But um, but God didn't God didn't plan for it to be that way. The way it ended up is you being the hub because it was in your backyard, mm-hmm. in your district with the Red Cross when Mayfield and 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 Bremen and and uh, you know Bowling Green and all those communities. And I know Bowling Green is not specifically part of your area, but it impacts yeah. Western Kentucky. Yes, period. Absolutely. And so all of a sudden you're the hub. And and I'll just tell you, as long as I've known you, I know you to be so resilient. Is that when? the chips are down, you rise to the top. Like you, just the challenges that you've gone through in life were a precursor and a and a primer for being cast into what you were cast into. Now, as your, as your brother and as your friend, I've worried about you personally because of the weight of that over the last months, but I know you have resources for that. So I'm just saying I've just been watching from afar, just watching you do the thing. I, I see our, the way our relationship was, was forged in steel during the ice storm in 2009, and that was your ability to see what communities need and how to respond and react to those. There was just the timing was perfect, and I think you were the ideal person for the job. And what's weird for me is that uh, the whole time you were going through your educational process and saying, I, I am focusing on human resources, I thought, well, that's not, well, human resources, that's a person who hires people and they study business hiring law and they run HR departments in big factories and things. Uh, no, <laughs> the American Red Cross is like the ultimate human resources uh, convergence of many, many different walks of life. So it's just been a marvel to to watch, and I'm extremely proud of you. Well, thank you. It's honestly, it's not me. It is, it is the Red Cross uh, way. It's the way that they they organize things. We're 141 years old this year, so we've been doing disaster for a really long time. So, I had the most amazing mentors come along beside me and lead, guide, and direct. And those local volunteers that have been doing this for years, you know, I depended on them because they respond and they deploy out of their chapter uh, time and time again. So we all banded together. And then it was 
I can't say this enough. We were a piece of the puzzle. We're not all the response. So these other organizations came along and together because we work outside of disaster and we get to know each other and we have partnerships. Um, when a disaster does happen, it just seamlessly comes together and we know where we're working. We know what we're doing. And uh, we were able to just paint this picture of response and then now moving into recovery. And we're seeing homes be built and we're seeing people get across the finish line. And it's such a good feeling for um, these long-term recovery groups that are really, I cannot tell you how awesome it is to watch people who work all day long, then they give up their time to be uh, a part of a long-term recovery group and do what those groups do. So it's now we're, you know, and I am now refocusing on on um, community preparedness because, again, we're back in that cycle of preparing people. And we have a lot of people interested in volunteering now, so we're making for sure that they're getting trained and uh, learning where, what area of Red Cross they want to respond in. Here's the really neat thing that I think most people don't know about Red Cross, and I didn't know this until I was a part of it, but... Red Cross has a lot of foresight that a lot of people see themselves as a three-part triune being, that they see that I am physical, I am mental, I am spiritual. And Red Cross, somewhere along the way, realize that people see that and people need that. So they uh, have training. If you are in the health industry and you want to be a part of that first aid response, that you have a place there. If you have a uh, degree in counseling and therapy, and you want to volunteer, your volunteer hours in life are to serve in that capacity that you want to be a disaster mental health uh, responder. Or if you are an ordained minister, you're a leader in your uh, denomination or your religion or your spirituality, then you have the qualification to be able to be a spiritual, a disaster spiritual health. So we have... All of those responding that if people want access to people in that type of wellness, um, then we deploy people to do that. So I just watch so many facets come together that just honored, just really honored to watch all of them work. So it was um, uh, just quick question because we got to get to a break. What what has it been like or what's what's your take on your your family or on Jason when when you're gone for six days at a time out there in the trenches and you know you come home at the end of week carrying your suitcase and you're just <laughs> exhausted but they want to hear all about it what's yeah. it, that's been a weird adjustment I would have imagined. well you know I so I talked to Judge Kevin Henderson of course when the storms were coming through the other night and I came across a text on December 11th I checked on Grayson County before I left and said how are we? I'm headed to Mayfield. And in that, I ended said, I probably won't be back for a week. <laughs> so that was December 11th. I moved my things home on March 11th. And uh, But Jason and I talked daily. He was part of my, my mental health wellness. My children were constantly astute to that and and aware of that. So th- they, got, they got daily recaps. They really didn't dig in too much. They didn't ask a lot of questions. They just knew that. They wanted to make for sure I was well, and they were a great support. Wait for system. you to, to give the information. Yeah. Don't yeah. don't overplay it. Well, yeah. you know, just knowing you, I mean, we can watch you professionally, but we we just know you so well and love you personally that we've kind of been seemingly right there with you too. You know, cheering you on because it hasn't been easy. We're so glad you're here. Misty Thomas is our guest co-host today here on Good Friday. We got to get to a break. We'll be back with more here on In the Know. Today is 
American Sign Language Day, ASL Day today. Uh, no, Madison's still an avid ASL person. I know she's one of the first people I'd be aware of that was super yeah. excited about yeah, the ASL. Yeah, she, she had a class in college, but I don't see her signing a whole lot. Yeah, all yeah. right. Uh, she's, she's about to sign a marriage license certificate at some point in time, isn't she? I have she? a baby who got, well, like I said, we had a big year. I have a baby who got engaged. Uh, yeah, I call her a baby. She'll be 26. When she gets married, she'll be 27. And I'm like, are you sure you're old enough to get married? Well, but it seems right. <laughs> She's still right. seven to me. It does seem right that she would get married at 27, yeah, since yeah. 27 is an important number. Yeah. It's Griper's Day today. I wouldn't, let's let's not celebrate let's Griper's not. Day. Let's it's not. always on April the 15th, but it's not always Good Friday. So the rules change on April 15th That's right. when it's Good Friday. And it's also Take a Wild Guess Day today. So uh, 712. Take a wild guess what you owe in taxes today. <laughs> well, I hope it's not seven hundred. I hope it's not seven hundred and twelve. Um, I really wanted there. There have been some times since last Good Friday that, well, every day, you know, I've, well, I'd like to see Misty today, or I wish Misty was sitting over there. But there have been there are other days when it's really even more acutely important. And this last Tuesday was one of them because I got into a discussion. With Dennis and Sam, neither who know basically anything about Caneyville. Mm, But we got into this discussion. We were talking about Jordan Lindsay Mm -hmm. that led us down a pathway toward geographic labels of the Caneyville community. Right. And so we started talking about... Macedonia, uh-huh. where I grew up, yep. and I hailed yep. from Macedonia. Or as we called it, over there where the pickle factory was. Yeah, just past Pickle Station <laughs> Road. Um, you can use geographic markers. It's yeah, okay. That's, that's um, my country directions. But I uh, I described that that Macedonia is a suburb to Caneyville, whereas Pumpkin Center is a borough. Right. So just like Manhattan yep, has five boroughs, yep. Pumpkin, Pumpkin Center is a borough, correct. but Dog Creek and Smalls Grove and even Walnut Grove, those Windy are all Ridge. Windy Ridge yeah, would be a suburb. Yeah, of, absolutely. But yeah. so then that led me to, well, what are all what are the different boroughs of of Caneyville? Oh, goodness. Okay. So then I started thinking, well, OK, so we know Pumpkin Center. Mm-hmm. Pumpkin Center is obviously a, a borough. Um then I, I kind of identified West Maple. Yes. West Maple as being its own district. So from roughly Mike and Sherry Gary's house on out to the Crooms. Right. Right. That's kind of a, its mm-hmm. own district. Is that mm-hmm. fair to say? Mm-hmm. Then I hate to say it, but across the tracks, it's not it's not like your t- traditional that's across the tracks part of town. But when you cross the tracks, it's combination one, old Caneyville. It's like right. the, almost the historic district. Yep. Um, or maybe it was one of the first suburbs of Caneyville because you crossed the creek and went like we're moving to the country. Yep. We're not moving up the hill up by the church. We're moving. We're moving out here on the north side of town. And then by the truck line mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So that's its own district, but I don't know what label we'd put on it. Well, I think it just, just, it's the OG. 
It's OG Caneyville. <laughs> it's the original Caneyville. OG Caneyville. That's where the train station was. That's huh. where everybody came in. That's, That's where they came yeah. through. That's where the hotel was. Yep. That's where uh, wasn't that a saloon at one point? Well, there was there was, there was a, a little honky tonking going on somewhere be too, too far. But the but the creek sort of divided yep. that where you yep. you say oh well, that's the type of thing that happens across the creek. I mean there was probably that's, a mercantile and everything right sure. in that area. Well, I mean obviously you got the business district or Center right. City as some place. That's the intersection. Right. You know the intersection. You got the hardware store and you got mm-hmm. the bank, and then was the drugstore there. And so that's that's the that's Center City. That's the that's the metropolis of commerce. Yeah. But then where the new Caneyville School is now. Well, that's what I was going to say. So you've got old school, new school. We that's say that. True. Yeah. Yeah. Are you going mm-hmm. to the old school or the new school? Mm-hmm. And we're never going to. Well, you know, we we give them proper titles i think it's the purple flash purple flash center sure but to us who grew up there and went to school there it's the old school new school Um, i never went to school at the new school so when i say the school i'm talking about the old school but i have to remember so i identify Mm -hmm. as the old school or or my school you know which also means old school (laughs) (laughs) see where see where i needed you on tuesday it was to sort through to sort through this together Mm -hmm. now I, it's, I, I don't. I'm hesitant to say it, but I, but I wouldn't be being honest if I didn't address when I think about cities and all the complexions of various cities. Could we say from where 185 bears off to 79 to go out toward the Parkway and toward Pumpkin Center? Right. But before you get that direction. When you turn right immediately up the hill, and then you can come down on the other side of the hill back on 62, that over the last few years, that's developed into more of a, a problem area. Like that, that, that would be, that would be the part of town you might not want to go after dark. Do you want to give it a proper, are you trying to find a label for it? Well, I don't. Because I think at I this really point where the, we are. I don't want to call it the ghetto. But no, I, I mean. No. It's, uh, it's it uh, you know, it, it was, so for me, it was my Raz path. <laughs> That's how I stayed off the main road was. Your shortcut. You, yeah, that was our shortcut. Like you take punk and center on the Raz and get off the main road as much as you can and get back on the back road. So it was my, we'll just call it the Raz path. Now, here's where we are now, though. We're going to have. Old dollar store, new dollar store districts. Oh, goodness. Which I got to tell you all how much. A couple of things that I'm loving coming out of Caneyville. Because of my travel path into western Kentucky, I, from where I live. You've been in I Caneyville through, more a lot I've recently, been haven't you? in Caneyville dr- driving through more this last um, last year than I have previously. And two two things that have my heart. And watching my daddy's old store be rehabilitated and, and, and new life breathed into that just makes me tear up. Like, that's so exciting for me. So I'm excited to see that open and just some development on that side. So good for Caneyville, good for, for uh, those who are making that happen. The other thing I love is this new sign with our boy and promoting LV Shane. Mm-hmm. Um, because if Caneyville was ever going to shine, it's going to be right now with LV Shane and so excited. So I want to give an idea. I think if we're going to offer some tourism opportunities for people to come and see where LV Shane grew up, 
I really think we need to construct some type of river raft tour down the Caney Creek <laughs> that ends up at the old ball field. Because now we have old ball field, new ball field, That's too. That's true. Yeah, yeah, we do have that. Um, the, because the, the creek doesn't go by the one, though. No. Okay. But it does flood out the other that we could do a proper <laughs> river raft tour. It's true. And take you on down to the old G district of the train station. Okay, mm-hmm. so you're going to start on one end, and you're going to float your way down through Caneyville. And then, by the way, to be clear, for those people who have not spent any time in Caneyville, this is the place where if it rained a half an inch, Little League was canceled for a week. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And church, no church league softball. No, I mean, no. Okay, continue on. I'm yeah, and half an inch, you had to bring swimmies for the toddlers because <laughs> it was unsafe true. for the big kids to play and the little ones be there. Mm-hmm. So. Um, but I, I do think, you know, building on that RAS path, I still have my RAS and would be willing to give tours. So kind of picture that dumb and dumber scene, you know, mm-hmm. where they've got their helmets on. Mm-hmm. I'm happy to take people on a tour you through Caneyville. One person at a time on the back of your RAS? Uh, yes. Okay. And and take them to these, these momentous places for right. me. I'll take them to my old school. But we really, no, in all seriously... Seriousness, I, you know, Caneyville was kind of dormant there for a minute, you know, through maybe the early 2000s, other than the school being built. And then you had this group come in and create the Purple Flash Center, and you can walk in and see all that memorabilia, and you have that community center. And now LV Shane is 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 doing amazing things, was so excited to see him on the CMT Awards the other night. I, I literally cried. I thought, I just love when people's dreams come to fruition because I have a little bit of an idea of what it takes to work really hard to get somewhere. And... um so proud for Caneyville. And then whoever had the foresight to put our boy on the sign, I have clapped and said so many kudos to you in my car when I saw, you know, when it's, when I think about it, that sign. What an awesome. I thought it was your sister, but she probably part of a, I, I a collaborative. Know. I don't know. That. Maybe, I but nice. I don't. I, so I've not really talked to my family a lot because I've not lived in, mm-hmm. <laughs> not lived in Grayson County very, yep. for just the last few weeks been home. So. Yeah, no. So they're doing some amazing things down there. I'm so proud to drive through every day and see the the uh, new life being. Think of, think of it this way: on Tuesday's show, okay. To be clear, on Tuesday's the, this program, we had context between the following words. Are okay. you ready? Okay. Okay. Um, Dog Creek. Okay. NASA. Microsoft. Hewlett Packard. CMT awards. Yeah. I'm telling you. Like, like there if was, there's there ever going to be a time. There was a thread running through. Yeah. And. Right? Like. I mean, all those locales of even Western Grayson County. You could throw Yaman in there. You could. I mean. Oh, and I need to ask George if my raft tour would start out at Dog Creek. If we could start where our astronaut was raised and float us all the way over where our boy was raised like that that takes you from dog creek to Walnut grove road right <laughs> sure, sure like so river raft tours i think is really the tourism idea that caney creek needs or caneyville needs to pick up next. so you know the statue idea in pumpkin center yeah. that we've been worrying about for you i do think we should i mean by the end of the day there should be a marker at dog creek that says Jordan Lindsay drank Tang here. Yes. <laughs> and he probably really did. And, and he changed the space program as a result. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's something in Caney Creek water. That can't These be boys disputed. were drinking. That cannot no. be disputed. we got to get to a break. We'll come back. It's Good Friday. Misty's here. Hang around. You're on In the Know. was placed for all the world to show disgrace but
know you cannot snore and dream at the same time. So that's good because I that means I've not been snoring because I've been having the craziest dreams over the last few months. I was just about to ask if that yeah. if we could deduce that that if you've been dreaming it means you're not snoring or conversely if you've not been dreaming does that mean you've been sawing logs and I fear that that could be the case. I would say that given that information my husband never dreams. <laughs> Not a single dream. Now, you know, here's the thing. So we lived apart for three months, and, and when I come home, so we're in a season of life. The last time I saw you, uh, we had got married. We renewed our vows in August, and um, we're in a season of life where we visit each other because we are we're so busy with work. We've been visiting each other, and then I did this really stupid thing and went back to school to start my PhD program. And can I just verbally say I hate it? It's so hard. Yeah. <laughs> so when I think I'm it's not to be working, hard. it's yeah. I was not prepared. I'm just going to tell you all that with you that have a PhD at the end of your name, I now I've dropped your first name. It's doctor. It's doctor. It's it's so hard, you all. But anyway, uh, so when I'm not working, I'm doing homework. So we visit, and he'll knock on my office door, and he's like, can we visit? Um, but he became a, a an avid snorer, and I became an avid dreamer hmm. over the last few months. So okay. since I've been home, I'm like, okay, it's funny. We've, we've been married for 26 and a half years, but why are we having to reacclimate? Like, sure. Like it's – interesting the seasons of, you go through in life I thought of the line you may say i'm a dreamer but i'm not the only one yeah, so but you're the snorer that means i'm not a snorer <laughs> if i if i'm a dreamer uh this this headline is worth bringing to your consideration not a whole lot of headlines we're getting into today but there's almost i don't know if i'm shocked i don't know if i'm like oh that's about right so in the movie grease mm-hmm. we we love the movie grease Go Grease Lightning, go, mm-hmm, go, mm-hmm. Uh, Sandy at the Carnival and all that. So do you remember Eugene? Do I do you remember, remember the Eugene. character yes. Eugene mm-hmm. Felsnick mm-hmm. in the 1978 Grease movie? He was played by, okay, he's on your screen now. Okay, he now, looks can, like. Can you see the origins of Eugene yes. in this photo? But Yes, but he looks like somebody else I know. <laughs> Hold on, it's going to hit me in a minute. Uh, probably, oh, okay, I was going to say, is that the type of thing you want to say for off the air? Uh, i got to figure it out first, and then I'll is, know. This is Eddie Deason, and he apparently is a burglar. He's been arrested again. I So see how, see how things can be misleading? You think you know Eugene Felsnick, and you see him, at, but then you realize that he goes on to become a burglar in life. So what it shows that you Eugene? can... What happened? You know, you got to, so a couple of things. So it's, it's a perfect place to say it's, we make assumptions just because somebody was in a hit movie like Grease that they are on the up and up and going to be a good moral character. So mm-hmm. we just make those assumptions that if you're on TV, you know, or on a movie, you're doing the right thing in life. But then you got to wonder what happened? Like, aren't you, aren't you still prospering off Grease? Are those did those royalty, those royalty checks? Did those those you surely know, haven't dried up? He must not had any points. He must not had part of the back end on Greece. He apparently well, just got paid for his role and went on. I'd say in seventy eight they did it differently. Probably yeah, there he is. There he is. There he is. Yeah. I mean, the glasses Who's really haven't changed that much. By the way, have those, they? those I are mean, the same glasses. The glasses are pretty much the same. Is that the problem? <laughs> the, the, what happened? The glasses Eugene? he's wearing current day are probably just from the prop department Who from nineteen seventy eight. Uh, speaking of movies. 
You may find your own Eugene Felsnick in some of the following. Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore, out this weekend. Father Stew is out this weekend. Now, that's a uh, that's Mark Wahlberg, mm-hmm. who plays a boxer-turned-priest. I've seen the previews. And I found the headline interesting, and it was one of those lines that <clears throat> I really wish you'd been here because it would have been your line. I said, listen, we're all on our own. Mark Wahlberg said to this movie, he only wants to do things that are wholesome content and he only wants to do movies that help people which i applaud and we're all on our own journey and we get to our destination at different times but can i just say that that coming from mark Wahlberg's mouth we're a long way from boogie nights and ted and can we say (laughs) thank you thank you i mean Yes. So. <laughs> we hope we that you've seen the error of your way, Mr. Wahlberg. Yes. <laughs> and now you're attempting to redeem yourself. <laughs> and then also in the theaters this weekend, Paris, the 13th District. I don't know what that means, but uh, that, that is ring a bell with you. Have you been following along the Elon Musk and Twitter saga? I have, actually, a little bit. It's. I've often said that when you think you own something and... Um, it's only worth what someone is willing to give you for at that moment. You can mm-hmm. say it's worth $100, but unless someone's willing to give you $100 for it, it's not really worth $100. But I am now aware that my Twitter portfolio is worth $50.20. Is, and so that's up? Yes, that's, 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 up? That's, that's up. I'll tell you what's interesting is, you know why I, I followed along with this? Do you know how many? So I listen to a three podcasts a day. One is one is spiritual, one is a TED talk, and then one is something educational. Yeah. So in my spiritual ones, how many pastors are cheering on Elon Musk because he is fighting for freedom of speech? Sure. And I'm like, that's a name I would have never thought I would hear from the pulpit. But yeah. So I thought that it was. Uh, I saw his. It may have been from a TED talk, or it's been in the news cycle the last 24 hours when he was talking about. Uh, banning and deleting. And he said, with, so long as if it's within the confines of the law, he said that rather than muting people, that timeouts are better served. And if you just say, okay, you need to go away for 24 hours and think about it. And I can see that because, you know, just like we know that the sorting through people's raw thoughts when they react to things and they just, it's out there and then they go on. Sometimes that's not people's best look. But uh, but to just silence them permanently maybe isn't. That's yeah. That's so that's against our our constitution. I, it's ideal. Well, from a governmental standpoint, yeah, it certainly it certainly is. Um, the Godfather trilogy has found a new streaming home. In case you're interested, it's going to be part of Paramount Plus. I've only seen the first one. I've only seen the first one about two months ago in its entirety. I've never, I mean, I have been in the room when the movie played all the way through. I've never paid enough attention, but I've picked up enough lines out of it. I could quote some of those things, but take the gun, leave the cannoli. That's probably my favorite line, you know, from, uh, from one of the ends, uh, ends of that. And then as a cautionary tale of what not to do a uh, update, a woman was duct taped aboard an American airlines flight. She is facing a record $82,000 fine from the FAA. She was unruly, went berserk on a flight from Dallas to Charlotte. They duct taped her to the seat, and now $82,000 she'll have to pay. 
I've never thought about what can they do to you if you're mid-air and you become cantankerous. Now you know. Wow. <laughs> Duct tape. Duct tape. Okay. Hard to get off your skin, too. Yes. We're going to get to a break. We'll come back. Got plenty more on the way here on our Good Friday show on In the Know. to ponder for today. Surely you knew there were going to be some hard-hitting questions while you were here. Yes, sir. You didn't expect it was all going to be a cakewalk. <laughs> so, MB's point to ponder for today. How's Gemma? Oh, that's a whole other <laughs> show. Think, I'll come back I, Monday. I think everyone wants to know, how's, how's Gemma? I love this kid. You know, I always I jokingly say I love her more than my own kids. And people go, we know. And I'm like, <laughs> if, if my love for Gemma, if it, I, I did have one lady roll her eyes. We're no longer friends. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> I said, if my love for Gemma offends you, then you've never experienced the love of Gemma's not a grandchild. She's my niece. But it's like having a grandchild. She's at that age, you know. But she is bigger than life. If you've watched her videos, the kid is just has the best personality, and she's she's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're just always there's you know always something new, a new chapter, or at least a new page in the yep. in the Gemma diary yep. of experiencing the, the uh, mm-hmm. experiencing new things or being dramatic about something. Or oh, she's so. yeah. She's just extra everything. She loves nails, having her nails done. She loves makeup. She loves to do my makeup. She mm. she's in dance. We're we're dancing all the time. Everywhere we go, we're dancing. Uh, we talked a little bit about Madison, uh, Mallory, and Eli. Both doing well, we presume. So in the last year, Mallory graduated Western Kentucky University, and she started Quaid Films, not Quad. Uh, that so she makes a lot of uh, reels about uh, Lorfar Quad. She gets called that a lot. Oh, um, she's she's a funny kid. I've learned that she's so funny. She has her dad's sense of humor. Um, so when she promotes her business, it, it usually takes a comedic turn. Uh, she's doing really well with her her film business and uh, just honing in on her talent. And Elijah graduated audio engineering, radio and audio engineering school last August. So we have a production studio in our house. A lot of music being produced. A lot of a lot of wannabe rappers coming through. You said music. I know she didn't say good music. Is there some good music? Let at me least? tell you. You all, what I've learned is <laughs> auto tune is a real thing. <laughs> no, some of these kids have some real talent. And uh, then he also works at a production studio in Bowling Green. He works construction all day long. The kid never stops. He's coaching two cheer teams. He's still comp- competitively cheering. And we have a dog. He has a dog now that we've adopted into our lives. And it's funny how stupid my husband acts over this dog. <laughs> he carries it in a blanket like a newborn. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're ridiculous. So, yeah, lots of lots of good things going on in our life this last, last year. We're just uh, blessed. Yeah. The only thing that's going to replace that dog is probably going to be grandchildren. So. That's what Jason says. I'm ready for grandkids. And I'm like, I, I don't have the capacity right now. And... <laughs> uh, but I am. Uh, I can't wait to get a few years down the road. So, by, and by the way, before you go, I guess I got one parliamentary procedure uh, question I need to ask you, and maybe others will benefit from the answer as well as while I'm asking you in such a public format. When your doctorate is complete, mm-hmm. are you uh, Colonel Doctor or Doctor Colonel, or you prefer one or the other, or how, how do I? 
You know, I had so my my daughter's future mother in law love these people. God has been so gracious to my daughter to bring Pat into her life, and his family's awesome. So when Roseanne said, "Oh, you're you're going back to school to to complete your doctorate," I said, "I am." And she said, "Do we have to call you doctor?" And I said, "Absolutely not." Then I started class and and <laughs> called and said, "Absolutely, yes. uh, yes, Misty will no longer exist. It's so hard." No, you don't. It's uh, my doctorate is in uh, urban planning. It's in actually public administration, urban planning. So working on a paper right now about zoning laws. Uh, you've been you've been moving. Uh, Misty's always selling stuff. You know, if you've been around I, for I long enough, I used to. Misty's I don't always, have time to. Well, but yeah, so you were selling yeah. stuff again recently, yeah. and I I wanted to chirp up from the peanut gallery. When you were trying to move some cars, some car around, yeah. and I, I wanted to say, does the kernel plate come with the car if I buy it? And the Sasquatch did, stickers I kept, do. I kept that to myself. I just, the WeatherTech mats do. The kernel plate will stay with me. Let me let me tell you all something. The biggest lesson I've learned this last year, and I won't tell you why I learned this, but but my kids are getting them for Easter. Buy yourself a dash cam hmm. because police reports don't dictate. How an insurance company will rule on if they pay. Buy yourself a dash cam. That's all I'm going to say about that matter because we're out of time. All right. Biggest lesson we learned this year. Hey, you've always got good morsels of (laughs) wisdom and and nuggets and and good life uh, lessons for us. So we thank you for that one. Uh, Today's highlight in history, the state 1915, the British luxury liner RMS RMS, uh, Titanic uh, sank. Uh, It struck the iceberg. Right, I forget on that's the on 14th, that it sank on the 15th. President Lincoln died on April the 15th in 1865. Ray Kroc opened his first franchise McDonald's this date in 1955 in De Plain or Des Plaines, Illinois, or Illinois, whichever one you want to say. I do like De Plain, <laughs> Illinois. Was Tattoo their first mascot? I hope so. Des Plaines! De Plaines! Des Plaines! Gosh, I um, love that show. Birthdays today, some good ones. Emma Thompson is 63. Samantha Fox is 56. Chris Stapleton is 44. Seth Rogen is 40. Emma Watson is 32 today. Chris Stapleton and my husband share a birthday, and I'm just learning this. Yep. Listen, I got to tell you, he's he is one of my favorite all-time country artists. He's good. Right underneath L.V. Shane. Naturally. Naturally. Uh, he's amazing. Here's a coup. Get Chris Stapleton on his birthday to play a concert for your husband's birthday. Be like joint, joint birthday party. Yeah, I'm sure he would. I think it would work. I absolutely um, think he would do let's that. See. I I know you'll be mad if I don't play at least a couple of chart toppers. Uh, so this is 1954, Patty Page, Cross Over the Bridge. It's been a year and this is what you're serving me. <laughs> I didn't choose them. I don't control when Chris Tell me Friday Chris Stapleton's on here. Like, right? Like, that's what we need is a number one hit on his birthday. Yikes. I'm in trouble here. Uh, the Orlon, South Street, 1963. It's kind of where it got us started the other day, South Street, because we yeah. started talking about where all the hippies meet in Caneyville. Yeah. So what borough would all the hippies meet? Oh, they would have had Caneyville. to been down at the OG, uh, like on the, around the train tracks, right? Not Because they would have been hitching trains. Not out like, by the parkway. Oh no, we forgot about the there's Parkway District. Stuff, there's some stuff that goes on out. See, the you gotta you gotta be a real OG of Caneyville to know the Parkway. When we say the Parkway, we're not talking about the interstate. We're talking <laughs> about the restaurant that used to be there. Mm-hmm. We're talking about the pool tables on the inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just saying. Let's be honest, Caney Williams. Let's look ourselves in the mirror. So we 
We got some trouble, Burroughs. Not anymore. Well, that's true. <laughs> <clears throat> Rock and Robin, Michael Jackson, number one in '72. And uh, Sheena Easton. Morning Train, number one in 81. Oh, I do love this. Lori Morgan, five minutes in 90. Lenny Kravitz, Fly Away in 99. Sarah Bareilles, Love Song in 08. And Bruno Mars, That's What I Like, 2017. Five years ago today already. Wow. What year did we see Bruno Mars last? Do you re- do you recall? Uh, when we saw him, we went to the... when. Well, you, that, you and Christy saw the temptations, mm-hmm. and Jason and I, our backs you, saw the temptations. You saw the weight line for the We for heard the, the temptations. Stand. You all saw the temptations. I do appreciate your commitment <clears throat> to my concessions, though. That's the type of men you are. Girl wants a big pretzel. Girl gets a big pretzel. <laughs> I nachos. I mean, Give the, me the nachos. It's just the, it's just the, way, that it, the way that it's going to go. How is, uh, how's your Easter holiday going to go for, for your clan? What are you looking forward yeah, to? We get to spend, well, we're going to be church. Uh, Sunday morning, and then I'm uh, going to spend the afternoon with my mom, and then that'll be extended over to next weekend. We spend time; we get to spend time with Jason's family. So, all my babies will be home, so it's going to be good. Yeah, we started with some of ours last Sunday, and then it'll continue into this Sunday. We'll be in Caneyville for church Sunday morning, of course, and then uh, have a good uh, Easter Easter dinner at uh, mom and dad's. So, always a great time, and that's important, but it's not the most important part of Easter, yeah. uh, celebrating our our risen Savior. Hey, I'm so glad that you were here today. And yeah, it's um, good to be here. I hope it won't be Nick. I hope it'll be before Good Friday that you come back next time. Yeah, I hope so too. But thank you for having me. Thank you for the opportunity. And it is like riding a bike. <laughs> Keep up. Well, I mean, hey, hey. I mean, it's just like that. Just suddenly came natural for whatever yeah. for whatever reason. So I'm going to do MB's um, Pearl of Wisdom for today is uh, first few verses of Matthew 28 that's okay with you Uh, in the end of the sabbath as it began to dawn toward the first day of the week came mary magdalene and the other mary to see the sepulcher and behold there was a great earthquake for the angel of the lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door and sat upon it his countenance was like lightning and his raiment white as snow and for fear of him the keepers did shake and became as dead men. And the angel answered said, and said unto the women, Fear not, ye, for I know that ye seek Jesus, which was crucified. And in verse 6 he continues and says, He is not here, for he is risen, as he said. Come see the place where the Lord lay. That's MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, there is never a better day than today, and I'll make the introductions for you, and you will never be the same once you do. Look forward to seeing you back here on Monday for another edition of our show. For Misty Thomas, I'm MB. Happy Easter. Now you're in the know.